What's the news, Joe? What ho, what ho? No, just um, I haven't even looked at I haven't even no, looked at prices today. That's all good. Stock market. We had a little surge last up. night, right? Yeah. Yeah. All the all the cryptos up. I mean, for the most part. Um, I think I saw BTC up about six percent earlier today. Thirty-one five thirty-seven yeah. at the moment. Yeah, and a lot of stuff about um Bitcoin flashes buy signal. This is six hours old, but for the first time since January. So nice. You know, up 1650 points since Monday's open. This is a little dated because it's six hours old, but um, you're starting to see people talking about Bitcoin snaps, you know, longest long losing streaks. I think it finally closed out with a green candle weekly. Nice. I don't think it did nine straight. I think it, I think it, I think I heard it close green, but maybe I'm I, I was, I was so I'm doing other shit. So yesterday I could not even, uh, uh, yeah. take a look so i didn't even realize we had that and that's why we're up today everybody's like oh thank god yeah i think people are starting to, now i don't know again i'm just talking um i think there's getting to be a sentiment that and that we're somewhere near a bottom right um i still think that there's the capitulation crash the flash crash that's a fast one and then it runs back up because i think that's the only way to bleed out the like dead weight so to speak right but it's very short these are very, very short-lived. I mean, these are within like 15 minutes or something. So it's not like people, I mean, you just got to watch your um, borrowing positions, of course. You don't get liquidated. But yeah. I still feel like there's something like that coming. Um, I don't know. I mean, we got a Fed meeting, I think, next week, right? Yep. That's next week. So, I mean, I think everybody's expecting a 50 basis points hike. I don't think there's any uncertainty about being higher than that there. I think the interesting thing is going to be the tapering of the balance sheet again. Right. That's, that's kind of quieting down. You know, people aren't talking about it as much. And, you know, and I think that's just because that's the scary one. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Really sucking liquidity out of the banks. Um, but, you know, I feel good about everything. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like we're in a low bleed out to death anymore. I sort of feel like I, mean, I haven't really believed that ever, but. I just sort of feel like we kind of are sort of turning a little bit. You know? Yeah. I mean, the worst case shit hasn't really happened yet. So, well, tomorrow, um, um, there's a, a the big bill from Loomis is coming out, um, which is going to be interesting because there was a thread on Twitter. Um, a guy wrote up a thread about Loomis and about um, uh, the bill. And a discussion she got into with a bunch of Bitcoin maxis on a video. And essentially, uh, they were saying that the draft of the bill will make everything except Bitcoin a security. Um, which I don't know if that'll overall have impact on the market when it hits tomorrow and people start analyzing it. But it's certainly not a good thing. Um, and here's what's going to do. It's going to divide the community of crypto in general. Um, it's going to pick the Mick Maxis against everybody else at on the Bitcoin side, which is exactly what the look. I mean, this is what the Bitcoin Maxis want, right? They want it to be uh, a monopoly, everything against Bitcoin. Um, but I think what it's going to do is what they're going to do is they're going to fuck themselves because here's what happens: these Congress people don't understand all the differences and nuances of altcoins, right? Or or even what the fuck DeFi is. All they know is there's tokens and people are trading them uh, on Coinbase. And that's, that's the fucking depth of their knowledge. And so what, what I would suggest is that if I'm, you know, me personally, if that bill gets through committee with that language, then I'm calling my Congress people and saying, Vote no, um, because we can't have that enshrined in law that everything else is a security except Bitcoin. And so what they're doing is they're screwing up their opportunity for a unified front and they're going to divide the community and they don't have enough Bitcoiners that give a shit about the legalities of it to actually call their senators. And they're going to end up defeating the opportunity for crypto in Congress. Um, I hope it doesn't come out like that. But the the analysis I read was pretty good mm -hmm. um that the expectation is that loomis is going to um uh put this bill forth that's going to uh harm the rest of crypto 
Um, and in that video discussion that they referenced, I'll try to find the link and put it in the show notes. Uh, another person who I have had a great deal of respect for, and I got to confirm it, um, but Caitlin Long, who's um, yeah. uh, pushed through all the legislation in Wyoming um, that you know I've made use of and um, has been an advocate, evidently in that same video, it was like a, a panel at some show. And in that same panel said something along the lines of, I guess Loomis was talking about her focus on the bill. And Caitlin Long said something along the lines of basically all the other, all the altcoins just burn them all down. Right. Which isn't really smart if you're running a bank where you expect crypto companies to come in, exchanges to be depositing, et cetera. You know, it's just not very smart. It's just stupid. But I'm going to confirm that. Um, and if it's the case, I'm going to be incredibly disappointed in her at this well, point. So, yeah, I'd say a couple of things. One that is never going to get through the Congress this time of year with an election coming up, with the war shit, with all this other stuff going on. You know, yeah, the let's shootings, hope not. The, uh, Supreme Court, uh, you know, pro-choice, pro-life issues. I mean, there's just so much stuff. And but at the same time, I, I it just seems like again defining everything as a security. I mean, if I'm the Bitcoin guys, what you know, Europe's trying to ban Bitcoin right now. We're all proof of work, right? Right. So what if the U.S. turns around and says ban and proof of work? Right. Okay. Then Bitcoin's dead. Fucked. Yeah. So so I don't. You know, I mean, it's a, anybody that has any sense that's thinking forward in the next sort of century, you know, in economic growth, you want to be on the leading edge of technology, et cetera, et cetera. It seems to me that, I mean, I don't know the exact numbers, but there's dramatically more commerce going on on Ethereum and other blockchain based platforms. Absolutely. On Bitcoin. Absolutely. So I don't see how this holds. I well, I can't imagine it does. And you know, here's the thing. This is the other stupid thing about this bill is you're going to you're going to create if you want crypto to advance with regulation, you're going to create a schism in the community, and then you're going to make it. Uh, you're going to end up making it a Republican against Democrat issue, Democratic issue, because what'll happen is the far left progressives who are against uh, everything, but are against um, mining, are going to come out hardcore against it. And that'll kill it in the Senate because the Republicans can't overcome, you know, just like the Democrats can't overcome the filibuster threat. And that'll kill it. And it's, it's, it's dead on arrival, but it's just going to create, it's just, if you want to advance Bitcoin, then you need to advance all of crypto because you're not going to get the leverage and the community push that you need to have Congress and Congress people and senators take it take it as something important. So this whole divisive bullshit, you know, maybe we'll get maybe we'll be surprised and tomorrow it won't look like that. And all of the crypto legal people will weigh in on what the framework of the bill looks like. But right now, uh, I'm really worried that they're going to actually harm the uh, opportunity for Bitcoin and all of crypto mm -hmm. to advance. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we're also sitting on that Ethereum. No, it's the Ripple litigation. That's right. The Ethereum yeah. stuff has all been settled, right? Well, I mean, right. that's what that's what the SEC. I mean, that's what that's what the SEC chair did previous one, but now the SEC is fighting that, right? So, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, I think this is all just uh, Gary Goldman Gensler, Goldman, yeah. Goldman um, Gary. Oh, Goldman uh, Sachs guy. Yeah, that's right. Um, I with. You know, I mean, look, there is a I think the stuff that gets all the bad press in crypto is, unfortunately, you know, some shitty altcoin pump and dumps that, you know, they're cons or hustles, just like in pink, pink sheets, OTC, all of that stuff, mining stocks, gold stocks. Remember all that stuff from the last 30 years. Um, you just have it there. But yeah. there's also gems. And so you can't just blanket. You know, I, I like to let the market decide. Absolutely. Capital goes to the projects that have the most merit typically yeah um and you know sure you lose on some because of execution mistakes but you know you have to you can't just tar basically tar the whole group yeah um, and again i think look i think you're right i think there's a schism in the lobbying efforts there's definitely a btc only lobbying effort lobbying of effort. course and then there's an all crypto 
Um, probably the other ones are starting to line up their own teams now too, but you know, it just doesn't make sense. It's and just stupid. It, it's just stupid. It, 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 this idea, you know, look, if you want something to pass that you're sponsoring as legislation, this idea that you're going to divide with the mass, the much larger numbers of people on the non-Bitcoin side of things or on the other, you know, altcoin side of things, DeFi side of things, you're, you're going to lose all the support you could have had. And you're, and it's just stupid not to not to take that and run with it. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I think part of it might be, too, that, you know, in difference from 2018, let's say, um, you know, back then, BTC was the stable coin. You know, I mean, where did when you trade it out? Where'd you put it? Mm-hmm. Everybody was holding BTC. So I'm kind of like, you know, for if I was a BTC maxi, my objective would be to kind of kill off stable coins on the right, other side. Right. Get back to like being the anchor for everything. Yeah. You know, not just a little gold like play over here that that talks like it's going to do commerce one day. <laughs> um, you know, uh, that's where I would go because, you know, that's the only way price goes up. You know, yep. a lot of people think that, you know, they have this misnotion as to how price gets set in things. It just it always requires new money in any transaction. So if you don't have new money coming in, prices don't go up. Yep. It just doesn't happen. So follow the money, see where it's going. But, you know, if I'm for these alts, but if I'm a BTC guy, you know, I don't really want this schisming. I think everybody knows that it's the only proof of work. (gasps) Right. I think consumers go to BTC first, the newbies who don't know anything about crypto. Yeah. So they're the gateway. So that should be okay if you're a BTC maxi. Right. Um, I just don't. Unless they're really trying to insulate themselves from being called a security someday um, in legislation, maybe that's their objective. I, I, I but it seems stupid. It's just short-sighted and stupid. It's going to, it, it will create a rift, and it's it's just a stupid way to get legislation advanced. But you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe maybe that analysis I read was wrong, um, and we'll see something different. Um, but I can tell you what, if I verify that statement from Caitlin Long, um, she was actually, we were waiting for her bank to start taking her crypto bank to start taking deposits, to start doing all of our business in crypto from material indicators and banking with her bank. And look, we're not, you know, a hundred million dollar company, but I'll never do business with her. I can guarantee you that. I didn't know about her bank. She started a bank. Yeah, she started the. Uh, I think she's heading up Kraken's bank. Um, oh. Kraken got the bank license, and it's the crypto banking legislation that passed in Wyoming that then allowed them to apply for the whatever the federal banking licensing regime charter. is. Yeah, and so they got that. They and got the they, federal charter. Wow. They got a federal charter for one kind of bank, and then there was something else. There was something else in the regulations that they had to get. Or, or a committee had to say, yes, you can. And they were waiting on that. Um, and I have no idea where it stands today, but. That's it, interesting. It doesn't exist for me if I find out that that's what she's out there saying to people. Cause I'll, I, I just, I don't, I don't have patience for people that are dividing the, the industry up and I don't have patience for people that are maximus maximalist. So. Yeah. She was in that circle with a couple of other people like 2017, 18. That's when I kind of met her the first time. And who was, there was another, who's that New York City lady? And I can't remember her name, Sue, friggin' genius too. Um, but I was always, you know, Caitlin then was just more like an influencer, state legislative aide or whatever, state uh-huh. level person. And then, you know, through LinkedIn and Twitter and all of that, she blew up her profile. Yeah. And I guess then she got pulled into the Kraken stuff. Yep. Um, but I don't know why, I guess sometimes when people move up and say, wealth or something they tend to start then trashing everybody else yeah because you got nothing to lose you're like fuck it i got all mine and now you're on the side of the man basically i'm not (laughs) saying that's a negative thing i'm just saying that you know now you're on the side of the big players um and you're going to execute that mission not the uh, you know democratization of finance mission absolutely Um, but i could be wrong i mean she's a nice person i don't uh and i i forgive someone making one snarky or off the cuff comment god knows i do it constantly so well look i do it as well but in this case 
those words are highly impactful. I mean, that, that that's just, it's too much. It's too much. I, I, I look I, you know, until she, you know, until she does something to reverse course, I'm, I won't have anything to do with that bank. What is the name of that bank? Is it just Kraken or? Hold on. Let me find No, 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 no. Crypto and Bitcoin bank, Kraken bank. Is Kraken uh, in Wyoming? Uh, uh, it's um, Wyoming-based Kraken bank. Caitlin Long. Hopes to launch. Uh, oh, it was called Avanti. Now it's called they changed the name. Oh, there's a tweet on her thread from February. They changed the name to Custodia. And she's got the laser eyes and she's got the Bitcoin in the header. But I mean, look, that doesn't mean anything. So um, it'll what be is, interesting. I just an article from 2021 real quick. Cryptocurrencies Wild West is in Wyoming. Uh, let's see. It said that they had a. Well, it's too old. There's nothing really good here. Let's see. The first says Kraken Bank. Now, this is 2021, though. First digital currency business to receive U.S. state banking charter. Hopes to launch second half of 21. Waiting for the Fed, Kansas City, on its application for access to central bank master account. Yeah, so that's the charter. And they've got that. That's impressive that they do have it, though. Um, yeah, because, you know, we always talk about that. You know, strapping these accounts straight up to corporate bank accounts. Right. It's a little tricky sometimes. Oh yeah. No, it's a pain in the ass. And so it'd be a great solution, but you know, I, uh, man, she is all Bitcoin all the time these days. I don't remember her being anything like that. I don't either. I, I, I really don't. I, I don't oh, know. She must be gunning for some Musk deposits and some micro strategy deposits. <laughs> yeah, you maybe know, so. That's what she's doing. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't know. It just seems to me that to then after five or six years to then kind of go all in on BTC at that point, after all the other stuff she did, yeah, it it's kind of pigeonholing yourself. I mean, that's a, when you're consulting and advising and then all of a sudden you throw all in on one part of the market, uh, I guess there's a lot of meat there regardless, but still it kind of, I don't know. It seems so. This is the panel. Oh, she was at the fucking heritage foundation of course oh of course yeah <laughs> there's like pass out the well sailor mind. loomis long and and uh yeah sailor loomis and long that's uh that's wonderful yeah except they're all gonna want some kind of surveillance wallet in place of course <clears throat> of course anyway um I'll, I'll confirm that but you know, right now, not pleased. Evidently, she wrote a piece on forces opposed to crypto make about in D.C. about to make a big move. Um, I have to check that out. Yeah, I mean, there's, look, think about it. There were probably lobbying fights back, you know, 100 years ago. When you think about the stock markets and you think about, you know, you know, there wasn't a NASDAQ. And right. I don't think there was an American stock exchange. I think. You know, it was NYSE or something else. And, and then they divided out. So now NYSE is kind of the big boys. And, you know, NASDAQ, we all know what NASDAQ is. And Amex, I don't really ever do anything there. But it's kind of like, and then there was OTC as well. And there's the Toronto stuff. So there are always these layers. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's an angle where it's like, you know, Bitcoin is like the NYSE, so to speak. I mean, it doesn't even really fit in the exchange thing, though. That's the thing. It's it's a gold thing. Yeah, a yeah. Thing. So, so I'm trying to think if they could bifurcate it a little bit. Or Sean weighed in and said, there is no unified lobby. Never will be. Otherwise, do we include Hex or BitConnect? The truth is that there is BTC and then there are the rest. They are different. Actually, I completely disagree with you on this, Sean. There is a unified lobby. It's all of the reasonable people on the DeFi side of the coin. <laughs> Um, we, we all love Bitcoin. We all want to embrace Bitcoin. We all want Bitcoin to be part of the regulatory framework. The only people, the only people who are trying to divide it are the maximalists. And so it is different. And there is a unified lobby. The, the people who are going to cause us problems are the maximalists who are going to divide it. And when they do, there aren't enough maximalists for y'all to get anything passed. So, you know, I have to disagree with you on that one, buddy. 
Chuck says, in that situation, you shill whatever you're being paid to shill. <laughs> Wonder who the LPs are in that bank. Cough, China, cough. Ni hao, ni hao. <laughs> watch, watch the accent. how, and how. Watch the accent, Chuck. No, no, that's the way it's pronounced. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I'm horrible at it. Chinese girls are always giggling at me. Oh, good. You'd be oh, like, Shay Shay, and they just oh, be like, there's some you. stories coming now. I yeah, no, no, because you pronounce it all wrong. <laughs> they have four inflections. They got like up, down, steady, and then um, I don't know what the fourth one is. But so when you finish a word, you know, you either finish it up or you finish it down or you go sideways. Um, it means totally different things. So yeah. you could be trying to say thank you, Shay Shay. But, you know, that's pronounced horribly, of course, to any of our Chinese listeners. They'll uh, probably comment here in a second. But, <laughs> you know, they'd all giggle. But they knew what I meant. I don't think you we're know? allowed in China, Joe. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. there's American Chinese, too. That's, hmm. that's what I'm talking about. Um, or Chinese Americans, whichever is the right order. Uh, but the thing <laughs> is that, you know, they, it's, it's hard to do anything with it because it's super complicated. Yeah. Um, language totally totally uh all right i found uh, the other day somebody sent me some usdc on arbitrum no. and i'm like oh fucking hey i don't do anything on fucking arbitrum <laughs> what the fuck like, i just hold arby's like, all i do is hold arby's there it's like couldn't you have asked me you know <laughs> give me some phantom shit man. you just send it so Joe is digging a hole to China. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I used, you know, I used to tell the Chinese that story constantly. You know, when I was a little kid, I was in my grandma's backyard trying to dig a hole to China. They would laugh their asses off. They thought I it was bet. the funniest thing in the world. They're like, how do you dig through earth? Doesn't make sense, you know? And I'm like, yeah, it's a joke, dude. <laughs> so anyway, I was having the damnedest time because... Some bridges worked, some didn't. I had to get ETH over to fucking Arbitrum in order to yeah. be able to pay the fees to get the fucking money. All I wanted to do is get my fucking money out of Your free shit. Arbitrum. And it was such a pain in the ass. I mean, it was like a thousand bucks. So I was like, okay. I'll, Who the hell I'll sending you a thousand dollars? That would be none of your business. No, shit. I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, so we're talking about them on DeFi lunch. Now I see. Now nope, I see. nobody, nobody on DeFi lunch. But yeah, if anybody Brad, wants, if anybody wants to send me a thousand dollars for a DeFi please. lunch, yeah, I'll, I'll give Joe ten bucks. Don't worry. There you go. There Just you go. Cover my lunch, man. Um. Anyway, so I'm going through all the bridges, multi-chain, and blah blah. And multi-chain was a hot fucking mess with functionality. There was something really? something weird with the way the wallet was interacting. I didn't like it. And I've used multi-chain a lot and, and I had no problem. That used to be any swap, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, got it. Yeah. I like that one too. And I, I love it. I, I've used the hell out of it. Uh, Printer, which I love, those guys, the, you know, we had him on. Yeah, um, I remember that. He, they don't have an Arbitrum chain yet. Um, and our bridge. And um, I, oh, I tried, uh, oh my God, here was the real hot mess, Joe. And I was so disappointed. Uh, Define using... Um, Router What's protocol? their system? Router. Yeah. I mean, excruciatingly bad. Just. Oh, I suspected it was going to be that way. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. It was. I was so disappointed in them. I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, it, it threw so many errors every time I tried to do anything. And it wasn't chain errors. It was the way it was connecting to the wallet. They're doing it as an embed on both sites. On the router site, it's not even native to the web page. I was what? like, fucking hot mess. Just just a hot mess. So I'm doing some more searching and seller, uh, the chain has a bridge and it seller. worked. Yeah. C E L E R. Remember, uh, we were on it with, um, crystal. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Really nicely functioning, fast, beautiful, has a ton of chains on it. Um, really, really, really works well. So I'm, these are the I, guys that sent you the thousand dollars who seller. Yeah. No. Use the bridge. Oh, no, okay. No, no. Say, if they want to send me some money, I'll move it to the bridge all day long. <laughs> no, no. But <laughs> that would be a great working. man. My whole thing that would have been a great setup if yeah. it had. That would have been. That's like yeah. a great ad. You know, the other day I was somebody sent me a thousand dollars, and I, that would be an awesome ad. Because uh, everybody perks up on that free money. We'd have it's to like, say it's sponsored, or the FCC will be all over our shit. But no. are we regulated? Oh, of course. Oh, we of are. course. We can't. We can't do anything that's that's promoting something without announcing that we're sponsored. 
Oh, no, that way. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. We have to, and we have to put it, and YouTube will block, ban us. No, I meant, are we, we under like FCC? Well, no, we use tons of profanity, so we can't be under those rules. It's just, we no, can't. we're not under those rules, but we are the guidance, the regulations relevant to promotion. Got it. Okay. It also applies to Twitter, Facebook, whatever you, if somebody's paying you to say shit, you have to say, I'm being okay. paid to say this shit. Anyway. Um, okay. I'm paying myself to say this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so Sellers Bridge, highly recommended. It's uh, Seabridge, C-B-R-I-D-G-E dot Seller, C-E-L-E-R dot network. I, I, it was a flawless user experience. Just absolutely flawless. If you've got to get money off or onto Arbitrum, I really enjoyed it. It was fast. Everything was transferred within like, I don't know, five, 10 minutes. Um, yeah. It's really nice, really well done. I'm really impressed. Makes me want to look, which is a great angle, right? Which they don't do here. Yeah. Makes me want to look at their network, but they don't promote their network on their bridge. Which you know, is... I'm surprised. You know, I got into Arbitrum, Arbitrum, whatever. I think it was about a year ago. Yeah. I had stuff over there. And, you know, I still hold it. They've had a lot of growth over there. Yeah. Opti it's an opti no, Optimism is another L2. That's another L2. Yeah. yeah. I hear lots of buzz. Some airdrop coming there on Optimism. You guys might want to go check that out. If anybody's done anything there, there was a big airdrop. But um, oh, with Arbitrum, I bought Arby's, Arby's Finance there, which was kind of their sort of first sort of Dexy sort of thing up there. Um, hadn't done anything. But, you know, I figure it's the only one there. So if the chain makes it, those will make it. Yeah. And if it doesn't, I will. I you you know what? Yeah. I think I'm. I think I was confusing seller with uh, cello. Yeah, uh, because this is um, this is its own chain. It is its own blockchain, um, but it is uh, a proof of stake blockchain on, built on Tendermint. It's basically an, oh. the entire concept of it is an interoperability uh, network, and they support thirty two chains. Wow. Yeah, we gotta check that out more. Yeah, I I, I want to look at this a little more closely. But I haven't done anything. No, it is not. It is not connected to the other one. It is. I was mistaken. Um, but I'm telling you, if you got a bridge like that, you should be promoting the rest of your product suite, right? Um, which they don't. But oh, interoperability with Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, USDC. Wow, I, I'm impressed. I well, definitely want to look at this more. Are you on Seller? Uh, seller.network. Yeah, I'm looking at it too. I mean, founded in 2018 by computer science PhDs from MIT, Princeton, Berkeley, UIUC. Don't know that one. With a goal to become, you know, mass adoption of blockchain, Seller Network launched first world's first generalized state channel network on mainnet. That, oh, there's some funny colors here. I'm messing up. That has allowed users on the same blockchain to interact with each other in real time while maintaining scalability. We got to get Chuck to take a look at this one. Yeah, Chuck, definitely. Chuck. Take a look at C-E-L-E-R dot network. Yeah, this looks really nice. And I got to tell you, like I said, the experience was was flawless. It was it was awesome. It was uh, it was really well done. So anyway, um, let's see what else I got today. Oh, <laughs> so. We talked about last, I think we talked about last week that, that Coinbase was laying people off, right? Oh, laying people off. Okay. Right. And then they were going to freeze hiring. Okay. But they had been aggressively hiring people. So in advance of the notification that they were freezing hiring, their HR team sent a, a welcome email to all of the hires two weeks ago saying they wouldn't resend the offers. And then they sent resending emails. Later on. <laughs> last week yeah I mean, they're not gonna get so fucking sued because think about all of those people that quit their jobs and pissed oh, off their current employers to take those jobs yeah yeah fuck yeah and that's I'm, what we were talking about last week though like you, how long you've been at this fucking coinbase you don't know a bear market's coming you don't know how um you know you don't know that you need to chill on your hiring or at least you know think about it and how you plan it Instead of yeah. just like willy nilly having your HR department out there hiring everything that fucking moves, I I don't I, I just don't understand it. It's just irresponsible. Well, you know, when people get I don't know what their balance sheet looks like right now, but when people have a lot of capital and they're expanding, 
I mean, you just make stupid mistakes. Yeah. I mean, I always look at it as like, you know, kind of an amoeba or something like that. When it, if you remember, it starts growing off of these different directions and things. And then eventually it sort of consolidates back down to a solid core. And, you know, some of those more distant lineages going off end up dying off or something. But, you know, when you grow, you got to always then fill in the gaps, you know, right, in but between functionality. So, of course. But I mean, but it's, I not, it's not like this is Coinbase's first bear market. Right. It's not yeah. the first time they've slowed hiring or laid people off. It's just like you got to you, you somebody, the CEO, Brian Armstrong, should be thinking about this shit like, oh, look, everybody's saying we're hitting a bear market. Oh, look, inflation's out of control. Oh, look, the economy. Oh, look, big stockholders and tech companies are selling everything they fucking can. January, February, March, April. I mean, at some point, go to HR and say, hey, you know, maybe we should slow this shit down. Right, <laughs> bonuses or new employees. Yeah, bonuses or new employees. It's <laughs> like it's just so bad. It's just really bad. Oh, by the way, Chuck said, "Hey, already know about them. State channels are a nice way to orchestrate off-chain compute. Good for oracles to beam trusted data into contracts too. Oh, very oh, nice. Nice. Thank you, Chuck. So anyway, you know, um, look, I get it. It's it's growing pains, and and I, I understand they're human, but it's just like." You can you can't fuck. It's going to end up costing them more than if they just honored the the hiring, because these people are going to sue them, and then they're going to or they're going to send a letter from their attorney, and they're going to say I quit my job. My previous employer hates me because I was leaving, and they won't trust me again. And so now you need to pay me. And Coinbase is going to have to pay all of them, probably the equivalent of at least six months of salary, at least probably a year is what I would be going for. And at the end of the day, why not just fucking Bring them on. <laughs> well, you know what's happening is that uh, there's some lawyer going through all the names, getting ready to put together the class action lawsuit here. Exactly. Exactly. Um, As know, they should. Thinking, yeah. What I was thinking about, I, I am amazed too, just at how these guys repeatedly just step on their dicks. Yeah. I was trying not to say anything. I was going, is that sexist to say that? No. I mean, girls can no. step on their dicks too. I mean, it's just a <laughs> phrase. Okay. But the. <laughs> My daughter would say, hell yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't be like, what? She'd be like, fuck them boys. But, um, uh, okay. no, uh, yeah. So, um, God, I'm just laughing so much. I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. They keep stepping on their thing all the Dicks. time and messing it up. I mean, if I was Morgan Stanley or anybody, if there's any worth here in this, like with Wit Capital back in the day when you brought a bunch of new clients on board, um, I would be shorting the shit out of this stock right now. Oh, yeah. Taking it well, out. I and warned everybody. Buy the carcass. They're just a fuck. They're just a fucking on ramp. Yeah. They're I mean, they're trying to make me. some moves in DeFi with their wallet. So I'm impressed with that. Like I said a couple of weeks ago, I'm impressed with the wallet. But where's the revenue from that? Like eventually, the banks are going to be the on ramp. You know, there will be banks that that are going to let you take your money from your banking account and buy your crypto and keep it right there. Oh, I right? agree. 100%. And, and I don't need Coinbase anymore then. And there's a ton of competitors now. I mean, I don't even use, I have a Coinbase account. I haven't touched that fucking thing in God knows how long. Cause well, I use you know Binance you know, US. You know, what's so funny is that I, you know, when I had my 3G to 5G phone disaster issue a couple of months ago, of course I deleted the authenticator. App. Please don't say that publicly anymore that up yeah. to a couple of months ago, you were using a 3g phone. Everybody you just kill all of our gravitas. Yeah, I mean, like, well, dude, I'm not a phone guy. I think everybody knows it. I don't, I mean, God, go look at my Twitter thing. I don't think I've been in there in two months. LinkedIn <laughs> barely show up discord. I'm actually having some fun in discord figuring that monstrosity. out. Uh, yeah. But you know, that's where everybody is now. Yeah. So, um, Anyway, a couple of months ago, 3G to 5G, what were you going to say? Oh, and I deleted my authenticator app. Oh, yeah, that's a nightmare. Yeah, so now Coinbase is like, oh, you got to send us ID and do all of this. Yeah. and this. So that's that's what I just figured out, is that I accidentally deleted my authenticator app three months ago. So uh, <laughs> one, of my, one of my business partners at Material Indicators had um, 1.2 bit Bitcoin uh, dumped, em emptied out of his wallet, out of his account. And there's no other logins into his account. And um, he received a phone call from Coinbase. No, he received an email. He called Coinbase's official number 
got on the phone with them before he knew it had happened. And while he was on the phone with the Coinbase rep, he didn't give identifying information that allowed that would have allowed a hacker to come in. But it was a it was a, it was the Coinbase main number from their website. While he was there is when the money was transferred out. It was converted. It was sold for ETH, transferred out to a wallet. I'm I'm watching monitoring the wallet, but so you know he lost a nice chunk of money, um, and he's you know now having to go through the fucking bureaucracy of Coinbase. Coinbase, yeah, it's like dealing with a fucking bank. Actually, my bank is more responsive than Coinbase. Yeah, that's what I mean. I heard they don't even call people back from Coinbase. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So anyway, yeah, it has a lot of growing pains. It needs to get its shit together because the competition's coming. I could see if they were. I could see if they were a year and a half, two years old, right? You know, or if they joined in in the last bull run, and that's you know they're new, they're growing, they're trying to hire a lot of people, blah. But they've had plenty of time for this shit. You know, be perfect, a match made in heaven. Coinbase merges with Algorand. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just roll up all the shithole companies with the one thing. And then that can be the one that Caitlin and all the BTC Maxis throw rocks at. There you go. So uh, speaking of uh, Discord, uh, I took a little journey into Wonderland (laughs) Discord. Uh, When was that? Friday or last week or the weekend? When was June 3rd? Friday. A couple days ago. Yeah, Friday night. Friday night on my wild Friday night. I decided to go through Wonderland Discord. And I got to tell you, that fucking train wreck is not slowing down. Like, they're headed straight for the fucking wall. Danielle has not changed a bit. Like, not a bit. Zero lessons learned. None. Absolutely no lessons learned. They launched... the hybristic side or just the oh totally random i'm shit. in charge i'm in control remember we looked at that snapshot the other day the new version of the snapshot came out guess who's in charge uh-oh sifu <laughs> no. <Dead laughs> no, no i'm just kidding i know just so kidding. get Sifu's this boss <laughs> he launched a gold pegged <clears throat> token called mig 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 okay as great. in the russian jet fighter, fighter jet, jet. Yeah. yeah mig um, he still thinks he's in charge of sushi, like in the AMA as, early, as, as late as last week. And there's a ton of other shit going on. It is, it is a train wreck. It's the cult. It's, it's everything is exactly like it was like, this is his diagram of the ecosystem. He's got his sushi swap in there. He's got popsicle and abracadabra. I mean, these three are his. This one, not so much anymore, guy. Uh, I think the Sushi Swap people, and this is the on their website now, they have Magic Internet Gold. So, anyway. So what do the rest of the Sushi people say about that? I, I haven't I haven't taken that dive yet, but I'm, I, I'm definitely curious to see what, they, uh, what the community is going to say about that, because I can guarantee you none of them are, are planning to have Danielle in charge of Sushi, so... No, he's a train wreck. And I can just feel the indictments coming down on him. Hell yeah. Um, Zerion launched a wallet. uh, And I'm actually, I mean, I was a big Zerion user before I moved to DeBank. And DeBank has a wallet, obviously, that I use daily. Um, But this wallet integration is actually pretty nice. The problem is it's only mobile. Uh, It's not web as well. But it makes total sense. Like if you're tracking people's, uh, portfolios for them and their transactions for them, it really makes sense to leverage the wallet and add swapping in so you can take a cut of the swap revenue. Um, so this is a really smart move by them. You know, I I, I, I like their product. It, it's a nice product. I just like the banks better. Um, but this is a really smart move. So if you're looking for a, a new wallet besides the centralized um, consensus MetaMask owned by JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs, uh, then you may want to go check out uh, Zarion um, and their wallet with you. And if you're a mobile first user, um, that's probably a good idea as well. So anyway, uh, but I, I'm using Rabby every Click day. Click that top link on the right. Five reasons why Bitcoin could be a better long-term investment than gold. All right. Let's see what that says, please. How does it stack up a value retention? We know that. Yep. Could Bitcoin be a better hedge against inflation? has seen a modest gain of 21.48 over the past two years. Gold, the price of Bitcoin has increased 311%. Gold 
Bitcoin could mirror gold during geopolitical uncertainty. The dollar keeps losing value. Bitcoin is scarce and deflationary. I don't know how Bitcoin is deflationary. How's Bitcoin deflationary? Let's see what they say. Hold on. Because I'm wondering that myself. I mean, is that because of all the people that lost their fucking hard drives? Oh, maybe they're just saying because it's capped. Scarcity yeah. debate, yes, but I wouldn't call it. Yeah, to be I agree. Typo scarce. I wouldn't call it deflationary until. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, there, it's not deflationary. You're right. It's just a cap, and they, that's yeah. they're even trying to explain it as deflationary in that second to the last paragraph. There, fixed supply of 21 million. Yeah, but that's not the that's logical. scarcity, not yeah. deflationary. No. Anyway. Uh, this was really, uh, this is an interesting project. Uh, I found it on uh, Gitcoin uh, by mistake. Um, it's xdai.io, xdai.io. This is, they call it a burner wallet. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool way to create a quick temporary wallet. You don't need to hold your keys. You don't have to worry about a seed phrase. The seed phrase gets stored in your browser storage and you can send money to it, send it to somebody else. And then you can burn the keys uh, with a button in the wallet. So it allows for a quick, temporary, you know, semi more private uh, way to send funds. It's on the XDAI blockchain. So it has some limits in what you can send back and forth, but it's fast. Um, and it's a pretty cool little concept for, okay. for sending money to people. So quick question. So, so you go from your MetaMask wallet to there. Let's say you're paying off a mistress. Okay. And you don't want to. You can know. still be traced. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was curious about. Yeah. So if it breaks that chain between nah. the, the two wallets. Now the side. wallet still exists on the, you know, I mean the, the, the address still exists on the blockchain. Okay. Um, but you know, it's a cool concept. It's quick and dirty and easy. It's mm -hmm. a, uh, a fast way to, to send something well, to somebody and you know, well, and also you don't always want to give your wallet out to everybody. Exactly. So if exactly. you're receiving stuff from unknown parties, this might be an extra, just an extra yeah. layer that they got to fight their way through. You know, I saw something like that on, um, how was it? Oh, credit cards. You know. Oh yeah, you can get a temporary to use. Yeah. Yeah. So you basically, you know, because a lot of things you do things like you know do the trial, and then you're going to come back in 30 days or 90 oh. days and maybe cancel it or something, but you right. forget to. So you use the one shot credit card number, and then they can never ding you on it after that. So you you don't get those like holy shit I've been paying this little kid video game on my phone for three years, ten bucks a month, <laughs> Animal Farm. Yeah. You know, you just, you don't get those surprises. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it, then it protects your number too. And so. here, here's the perfect use case. Uh, I, I'm not sure why I didn't think of this, but um, when you want to interact with contracts that aren't audited or oh. aren't safe, right? Then you can burn it. And if it was insecure or there was a problem or somebody had control, you can burn that out and nobody can get anything. You just use it and get out. So you basically use one burner wallet for each kind of... Uh, yeah, so if you want to mint an FT yeah. and you're worried about it or a DAP that's not audited, um, you know... I like that. Yeah, that's a really yeah. good idea. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Because then now, they can't come in and this empty one, your master wallet. This is on XDAI. So I'm wondering if there are burner wallets that people have created on other... Oh, there's a Solana burner wallet people can create. Uh, burner wallet collective? What is that? Where is it? Go down further. Right there. What's that one? Burner wallet. Is that where that's where I found it? Uh, this oh. is no, this, yeah, this is the one for X die, uh, okay. describing it. No, these are always, I mean, look again, we're not talking about, you know, when you do things like this, you're protecting yourself against criminals. We're not talking about right. avoiding any kind of state surveillance, right? You know, they can always find everything. Yeah. So there's no point. Um, and, and if you do things that look kind of shady, then you get lumped in with all the super bad guys. Yep. So, you know, it's just good, good security all around to do stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. I'd never seen that before. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, Bloomberg analyst predicts huge reversal in gold bonds and Bitcoin. As yes. One crypto revolutionizes fintech. Mike McGlone is predicting an economic cataclysm that sees gold, U.S. bonds and Bitcoin rise from the ashes much stronger than before. He foresees what he calls a great reversion or a deep correction in risk on assets like real estate and equity markets. I think what's going to happen is the great version. It's just getting started. It might be like the aftermath of 1929, but I think it's going to 
but I think it's going to be like the aftermath of 2008 or maybe like after the 1987 crash. It's so overdue and all risk assets everywhere from condos in Miami and Toronto to the stock market. It's just starting to happen and the greatest inflation in 40 years in most people's lifetime is starting that. Once we kind of get through that period, I think Bitcoin is going to become realized as one of the best assets on the planet to hold. That's my base case. My outlook is I think some of the best assets to own will be gold, U.S. long bonds and Bitcoin. And I think we're going back to deflation. And the best way to get deflation is to get a big spike up in prices and then flush them. That's what we're doing. We're in the early days of flushing. Yeah, I don't think we ever get the deflationary in the U.S., though. I would kind of go against that because yeah. that's what's going to happen in Japan. And all the Treasury guys I know that were working the Japan desk, I mean, Treasury's obsessed with that. Right. Because deflationary is just bad, bad, bad because you're contracting. Um, inflationary, you got to manage it and get right. it under control. Um, but I do agree with his general premise. I think there's so much liquidity out there right now that, I mean, I think there's a $10 trillion haircut out there waiting yeah. to happen. And it, it doesn't mean it happens and then drags on for like his Great Depression uh, analog of 1929 where it goes on for another six, seven, 10 years, I think we're already in this weird spot because, you know, we don't have the monetary tools to respond to a uh, massive contraction. Right. Because we've shot all, spent all the powder, man. We've yeah. Shot all the bullets. Yeah. And now we got to get shit back to normal. So I have a feeling it's probably not going to go as bad as he's thinking in the nearer term. I think maybe somewhere out there when interest rates are up higher, that there's going to be some painful choices made by people. Sure. And I think real estate and mortgages, things like that. But, you know, it, we always survive that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, just make sure you got yourself hedged a little bit. You know, I don't know about hey, gold's always good, but um, U.S. bonds and he's talking about T-bills. I mean, I would be in that I-bond thing. You know, that, oh, speaking of which, yeah, uh, that, DeFi Edge brought up iBond this week, and I've got it loaded up. 9.62%, nice. one-year lockup. Uh, currently, inflation's at 8.3%, he said. So, you know, that's a nice hedge. You're, you're, yeah. you're staying in your USD. Um, you know, if inflation increases, they expect the APY to increase. If inflation decreases, I mean, that was the entire point of that I-bond was to offset inflation. So it makes a ton of sense. You can only do 10K a year uh, per spouse in the family. Uh, locked for a year. He says their website sucks. Um, of course, yeah. But, you know, uh, it, it makes sense. He said sometimes you play offense, sometimes you play defense. You know what would be um, cool? For kids. Like when your kids yeah. are born. Yeah. Oh, that's Go awesome. Park money. You know, I mean, I guess it says you can do up to 10000 a year, whatever you said. But, do you know, it's a grand. 500 200 yeah, whatever. Absolutely. 10% interest for 18 years. You guys pull your calculators out and figure out what that number looks like. That's, that's a nice that's, number. That's a nice number. Compounding so, and, number. And you don't have to watch it. Yep. If that yep. bond goes dead, you're already in a ditch dead. So. Yeah, the whole the whole the whole planet <laughs> is dead. Like, yeah. So who so whatever, man. But yeah, no, I, I was thinking about that the other day. I would love it if there was a way, you know, when we talk about, you know, our different trading strategies and protocols and say DeFi, you know, we're moving things around and building those chains. It would be so cool if you could like off ramp into like an I-bond instead of a stable coin, no. say. All right, now again, it's got a hold it for a year and there's a cap of 10,000, so that doesn't particularly work easily, but it would be neat if you could get, you know, that's what I'm wanting to see is that seamless merging between fiat and crypto assets where you can go across all categories, even tokenization and real estate too. Well, I mean, that's I essentially mean, what USDC wants to do. Yeah. It, that would probably be a good vehicle for them, right? It's like do something where they can auto convert on the back. I was actually looking at their product line the other day. They're definitely not focused on small business or real small business. They're focused on midsize and up because mm -hmm. uh, their fees are expensive to open an account there. I was looking at it for material indicators, you know, that, that we need a place where we can do crypto and banking stuff. Um, but um, they are probably an ideal provider for that because they can, um, they can connect up in the banking system and they're regulatory compliant. I mean, it would be an awesome thing for them to do. Like if you could have a DAP that you just send straight to there and boom, it goes into that I-bond, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm sure that there's all this stuff is coming. Yeah. I mean, definitely. That's, that's why everybody's drooling up in Manhattan. Yeah. Is that this shit is coming or here hey, in Miami. actually. A lot I want to start, 
I want to start a new feature uh, of the show, and we might not have one every week, but uh, we're going to call it Douchebag of the Week. <laughs> so when they get tired of looking at us douchebags, then we got a third douchebag. And here's this week's. Hold on. This is this week's. What's this is, we talked about him. Uh, you probably won't remember his name. Is that the Cardano guy? No, this is the <laughs> I'm forking Ethereum guy. Oh, God. Um, and um, so I tweeted what a douchebag. Um, and that's Richard Hart. Um, so his tweet is, haters, I got something for you. $1 million Ferrari, $300,000 Lamborghini, $250,000 Mercedes AMG. I mean, this guy is, it's funny because I tweeted it and then uh, my buddy Eric Irvin <laughs> Uh, retweeted it. Hold on. Let me find what he said. Wait, it's funny. But this is my douchebag of the week um, because he's definitely Eric Irvin tweeted why people hate crypto. And I replied, yeah, exactly. Everything that is still wrong in crypto in one tweet. Chuck wrote, oh, wow. Definitely got the plate wrong on the Mercedes. Wishful thinking, I guess. Oh, I got to go back. Something is he saying are, uh, his mate is his. <laughs> He actually, so here's the sad thing. I went to look at his wall because I've always knew, known this guy was a total fucking douchebag. But I went to look at his wall and like everything on his wall is Mr. Fashion. Like, yeah, I don't know who the fuck would wear that. Joe, you can never wear yours again. Yeah. You're going to have to burn it. He needs to be fatter for that thing to work. You know? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Here's his here's his new watch, and then wait wait. That's kind of cute. The cool glasses got the cool shades on, and then uh, nine hundred dollar. He makes sure and he pub publishes the price. Oh yeah, Burberry's. Yeah. Uh, but he talks about his pee pee a lot um, on his Twitter wall and videos. But there was here's here's another fashion God shot. Damn man, I just you know, belly people shouldn't be wearing checkered stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> You don't do that. He's also making a documentary about himself. Oh, and he's a big hex promoter. No, that's his project. Oh, he's hex. That is his oh. project. He's oh, the shit. one fucking forking Ethereum and claims that everything's going to work right. Remember that analysis we read a couple of weeks ago about what a fucking disaster it's going to be for the people that invest yeah. in that stupid shit. Somebody yeah, that's that's him, dude. Hex like a year ago to me is the next best thing, and I was like, yeah. Whatever. Oh please, but this I'm guy. Like, this guy has been. This guy has been fleecing his followers for a very long time. And look, he's very proud of his Prada bag. Uh, he needs like a fanny sack or something like that. Uh, I really think cool. that's like uh, the the luxury the the, oh, yeah. the rich man's version of a fanny pack. I, yeah, it's got I, the I strap know. on it. Too, My favorite pack. though was this this necklace. This. This fucking I I don't know. What the I, hell? I I don't know. Is he in Star Trek or something? I that or like he's like gonna be thing. he's gonna be buried in a per, a pyramid. I I don't know. Well, don't know. you know, see that's the thing. Like you said, what what hurts us? See, look, uh, he's at an art museum with some big dick on a piece of art, and he's like, I have pee pee envy now. But then on other ones, he talks about how big his pee pee is over and over and over and over again. The guy is like, oh, shopping. How many followers does this guy have? Oh, a shit ton on YouTube. I don't know what he has on Twitter. Are you kidding me? He's man? a fucking just piece of shit. 227,000 on Twitter and then on YouTube. That's where he, that's where he kind of got his thing going. I don't know his whole history, but he's just a fucking dude. so douchebag of the week. Do you agree? That's our annoying. Yeah, thing. yeah, I like it. I yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's funny because that's what I find a lot of people don't like about crypto. The whole I mean, of course I'm not, that turns everybody off. Shit, man, it's like yeah, it's the it's the stonking. It's the all or nothing, and and it plays when you're 19, 20, 21 because you can risk it all because you've got a lot of time after that. Yep. But it doesn't play later on, and what you end up learning as you get older is that it just doesn't play that way at all. No. It just so, makes you look like a fucking buffoon. Yeah, and you now, I mean, I'm just thankful there wasn't, you know, as I call it, 24-7, 365 digital capture mode. I'm just glad that that didn't exist when I was in my 20s. <laughs> because, God, everybody would think I was a total jerk. 
you know, half the shit I did. And it wasn't even bad compared to today. But oh, I wasn't dude. running around doing this shit. I mean, forever, all humanity, unless there's a solar flare that wipes out all the IT storage, this guy's going to be known as this guy. Yeah, forever. totally. And look, he is totally fucking, you know, the arrogance, the everyone's going to make a fortune because of what I'm doing. I mean, he's he, he's going to end up at the other side of a court battle at some point. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and it's going to all implode. And then the confidence exactly. gets pricked and it's all over with. I, I just, yep. I mean, I guess you see that stuff. I mean, well, Kramer was kind of like that, I think. Not talking about his dick and shit, but he wasn't doing that shit. But he had a show and it was stocks. Yeah. And it was a yeah. personality. Yep. Um, maybe he was the first one like that, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. know. But, you know, so I see why people are tempted to it. But I don't think that, I mean, maybe that gets the 17-year-old guy or whatever who's trying to get rich and get laid. Maybe it gets him pumped up, but I don't see that doing anything for anybody else. No. I well, mean, look, I mean, there are plenty. No, it's the cult. Like, it's the cult that want to believe that somebody is going to make them rich. Right. Yeah. And that's who these people prey on. It, it's the same thing that Do Kwan was doing. The whole, yeah. I'm going to free you. I'm out here to help you have, you know, wealth personality. and blah, 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 bullshit. It, and it's what will bring us down, ultimately, if we don't like make it clear and distance ourselves from fucking idiots like this. So, yeah. So burn them at the stake, everybody. There you go. Uh, I, gotta oh, go in a I thought this so. was interesting. Yeah. I got to run too. Uh, I love that one. That's finance labs put uh bought up a bunch of the governance token of pancake swap to give it some money in the coffers to let it do more a uh, smart move. But here's the thing that was interesting to me. There are B and B chain has 400,000 daily users active wow. daily active fucking users as bad as its rep was in the early days it really makes me want to think about doing more over there because if you have a project and you're not on this chain you're missing out on probably the largest group of retail investors on anything and and yeah. it's it's astounding man it's like incredible um there's 1,300 dApps, 3 billion transactions since 2020, 163 million unique wallet addresses. You know, it's you know it's funny though. I'm just looking at the stock price. It's, it, it didn't really move that much, like five percent. What stock price? I mean, token price, pancake swap. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Sorry, I, I just think of everything. Like no, that. they probably bought this OTC directly from pancake swap founders. It went from 420 to 490. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure they bought it. Yeah. They bought it direct OTC. But I like that. I mean, and then like you said, I mean, to me, Binance is the, I mean, I'm sure I'm stating the obvious here, but it's the preeminent top tier exchange in the world. Right. I of think. course it is. I mean, yeah. I don't no, think it crypto totally does. is. No, yeah, nothing comes think. close. Yeah. So, you know, they have the way to buy their way out, the ability to buy their way out of any problems they may have created by pushing the envelope in the gray area um and fix it and be legit i mean i yeah. think they're legit already myself i'm not saying they're not but you know regulatory wise and all of that stuff um and they do have the most retail users and they're yeah. all over africa um south asia south america they're they're like in all the pockets of, of sort of society that actually could do so much with very little in earnings yeah you know when you're talking about I hope I don't just paraphrase shit badly. When you talk about feeding villages and things like that, it doesn't take $20 million or a friggin' Skittle colored G wagon to do it. It <laughs> takes $12, you know? And so Binance is great for that. Sorry. I had to segue back or tie it. That back was awesome. That yeah. was awesome. No, I so, totally agree with you, dude. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. All right. That's all I got, buddy. You got anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm good. All right. Thank you, everybody. We love you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for participating. Thank you for chiming in. Sean, we still, I, I still love you. I hope you love me, man. Uh, <laughs> I saw though, him in the material indicators chat this morning uh, going after somebody in there. So I was like, oh, he's going to be ready to go today. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was like, dude, sorry. Gotta, I got to respond to that. But he knows. He knows. We've, we've had our battles in the chat. So, well, but, um, his, but his opinion comes from an intelligent, space exactly okay? it's not a and he's always opinion. and he's always open to 
something better. And, and that, and I know he definitely does. I know, hey, same buddy. And he said he, he always. Uh, I always know he's open-minded yeah. to something better. And that is the difference between him and most Maxis, in my opinion, that I've been engaged with. So, uh, okay. Thank you for watching. Please uh, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and or rate and review us in Apple Podcasts. It really does help. I ask every day, please just take 10 minutes Go give us a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts. Um, it makes a huge difference in our visibility and our ability to spread the word. If you're on YouTube watching, please subscribe. Click the little bell so you hear when we have new episodes out. And make a comment. We'd love to hear from you. If you have ideas for episodes, projects that we should be talking to, or feedback, or you think we're douchebags and you want to tell us we should be the douchebags of the week, don't hesitate to message Joe on Twitter because he's never on there. No. Um, message me, B05Crypto on Twitter and Telegram, B05Crypto, pound 2143 on Discord. We love you. We love chatting with you guys, and we'd love to hear what you think. Thank you very much. Joe, have a lovely afternoon. You too, buddy. Have a great day. Thanks, Take everyone. Care. Bye.